Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. <clears throat> AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. can't see the thing okay what's up y'all welcome to hand me my purse the podcast i am mimi walker and i will be your forever host each and every single time you tune into this podcast so go ahead and get comfortable get yourself a glass of your favorite beverage whether that's alkaline water red kool-aid a hot cup of tea with honey a glass of cabernet sauvignon or hennessy and light yourself a candle, some incense, or burn some sage, and just get ready to chill out and have a good time. What's up, friends and kin? It is none other than your resident Auntie Supreme here at Hand Me My Purse, the podcast. None other than Mimi Walker, and I am here with a special guest today. Hello. And um, we are sipping on, what is this stuff? High Noon. We are sipping on High high Noon Mm -hmm. Sun Sips Vodka and Soda, made with real lime juice. It is 100 calories. It has no added sugar. It's gluten-free, and it has 2.3 carbohydrates. I'm always looking for... A beverage of this uh, sort. Um, it tastes okay. Yeah. It's kind of not cold, so. All right. We kind of stole them. <laughs> we stole them out of the fridge at our wedding. <laughs> we stole them from the. We stole them from the refrigerator at a wedding, <laughs> which makes them delicious because they're not ours. Because they're we free. Did free. <laughs> free ninety nine is always good. So they taste pretty okay. 
They don't taste like ass. That's a good thing. Yeah. I mean, but they're kind of just basic. There's not. Well, all of these things are. Yeah. I mean, but regular seltzers, not really much. I mean, to be frank, I do not drink seltzers. They are not part of my repertoire of beverages. Oh, I drink seltzer every day. What? Every day. Not like like regular water seltzer, but not like the alcohol spritz. Oh, I drink those too. Really? You have never had a truly? Mm -mm. I've never had a truly. You're fucking crazy. Truly is amazing. White claw. Uh, (laughs) no. Are you drunk? College students love white claw. Well, I'm in I've a college town. Oh, that's They're right. That's always right. drinking white claw. Yeah, you are in a college town. Yeah. Yeah, no. no. So truly is like the upgraded um working class um with a passport mm-hmm. white claw. Mm-hmm. And they okay. taste pretty good, but um all of them don't. Mm-hmm. Um we're not drinking truly. Truly should definitely uh sponsor me because I talk about them a lot. And here it is. I'm drinking high noon. <laughs> Lime vodka soda. They could sponsor you too if you. They could. They could. They could. They should send me some more flavors. Uh But um, truly gets mad airtime on this show. Mm. I love them. They have new ones. Um, They have a fruit punch box, Mm -hmm. and I've gone through one, Mm -hmm. and I've gone through one and a half, and maybe I'll talk about it. Maybe I don't know if I've talked about it already, but this is a simple little beverage. I like them because you know you can get a buzz. Mm -hmm. Um, It's a nice refreshing taste mm. and if you're really hardcore you can mix it with something else mm. so you know it could oh, be a like vodka soda with more vodka mm. could be you know, a, i never thought about that yeah you can use yeah. them in place of a soda okay. or in place of juice mm-hmm. especially for you because you drink like a white man <laughs> <laughs> yeah. that is so mean uh, okay. i'm so offended i'm sorry it's okay I'm she does. Offended. She made me a drink the other day. I was like, what the fuck is I make, this? I make very strong drinks. I don't mind strong, but like I it mean, has to taste nice. Oh, everybody loved it. You're the only one who didn't love it. Well, everyone else. Maybe loved I was it. the only one who was okay with telling you that I didn't I feel, love it. <laughs> I feel like you maybe were you my, had a bunch you of yes You were my crash test dummy, though. Like you, wow. were, you were the beginning of like. A long night of, of trial and... Yeah, you tried yeah, it out on me and then made all these fucking nasty <laughs> drinks. I wasn't drinking this. So anyway, let's move on. You guys are wondering who you're listening to. I'll tell you in a little bit. So I've decided that I am going to bring uh, Auntie Mimi's jam back, but I have to bring it back in a different way. Uh, until I figure out logistics. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to have a song and I'm really sad that I can't do it the way that I've always done it because the covers really make me happy. Um, But uh, I have to be smart and being smart always pays, right? Mm -hmm. Or does it make you pay? How about that? So um, I'm going to read the lyrics of a song. I'm going to tell you what this song is about or what the, the the jam of the day is today. So uh, I'm here with a friend of mine. Her name is Mumby. She is an avid listener of Hand Me My Purse, the podcast. Love it. And a supporter and a good friend. And we have been friends since 1999. Yep. Yeah. And um, I think it's 98. It was not. I okay, met Mickey in 19... 19- Wait a minute. 
98. No, it wasn't. I started working at the body shop in 99. Okay. Yeah, November okay. of 99. Okay. I just turned 19. So, um, no, I just turned 20. That doesn't sound right. 98. Maybe it was 98. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Either way, I don't think it was. I don't know. I don't give a shit at this point. It's been, it's been a long time. It's been a minute and it yeah, doesn't matter. It's been two decades. At least. It, was, it was the late 90s. Yeah. And so um, this song, the jam for today is going to be the song that whenever I hear it, I think about you. And the reason that I think about you is because... We went out. Remember Zanzibar on the waterfront? Yes, girl. <laughs> and remember NBC. H2O? Yes, girl. So we went out <laughs> to um, a club. We went to, I don't. I think we went to H2O. Because Zanzibar was kind of for old people. It was for old people. So we went to H2O. And um, that night was, was, was a lituation for me. Mm-hmm. Right? You remember? Um, now, this is when we used to order red wine at the bar because we were sophisticated. <laughs> We you were, would get the ice and put the ice in Yes, it. I did. And you know what? I still drink chilled red wine. No, I do. Lots of people still do that. Yeah, I yeah. do. And, you know, people would laugh and make fun of me about it. And I talked to this gentleman who, um, he was a wine, what's it called? A sommelier? A sommelier. A sommelier. A sommelier. Yeah. A Somalian. Um <laughs> <laughs> She's out of her mind. <laughs> He was a wine Somalian. <laughs> this is gonna be such a great show. Don't do that. So anyway, uh-huh. um, and he was off his rocker. Like he had really long gray eyebrows, a bald ponytail. Like it was balding in the front a and a ponytail. He was a white guy named Mike. No, you don't know this guy. Oh, I thought you were talking about the dude on the dance floor. No, this is the oh, wine guy. Oh, he, oh the Somalian. Back to the wine. The okay, Somalian. Sorry. Go ahead. Somalian. And he told me that um, it's perfectly okay that I do that. He said because actually when wine is in oak barrels underground, mm-hmm. it's cold because it's dark and it's underground and it's really it's like between 60 and 65 degrees Mm -hmm. so drinking wine chilled is drinking it the right way actually not hot room temperature hey honey but i don't i don't knock anybody's um yuck anybody's yum for drinking hot wine Mm -hmm. if that's what they want to do okay but just so you know (laughs) the correct (laughs) way to drink it is slightly chilled thank you very much so this song wait with ice slightly chilled with ice in it She's such a I'm judge trying, monkey. I'm just asking. I'm just asking. Anyway, it's so um, <laughs> this song, we were out at H2O, and we were drinking wine, red wine from the from the bar we, because we're sophisticated ladies of the new millennium. But it wasn't the new millennium. It wasn't. Yet, it no. was the '90s. No, this was after 2000. So it I was think the it millennium. Might have been. No, it, it definitely was the was. early aughts. What? The early aughts. What the fuck are you talking about? The aughts. The, the early two thousands. That's what it's called. I'm not gonna entertain this. <laughs> That's what it's so we were called. on the dance floor. So we're on the dance floor. And okay. I'm dancing with this guy, and we are dancing like we are naked. Okay, it is, and it, it, we are. Oh, this dancing. was back in the day when, like, you turned around and you just like your booty was just no, because no, because we were dancing to like reggae music. So it yeah. was like um like a wine like kind of uh, thing. It was like a sexy uh, dance. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then um it got a little heated. I think we were kissing. I don't really remember. I think yeah. We were. 
Yeah, it got a little heated. And then, and he was like kissing on my neck, but I didn't really pay any attention. And then I, later on that night, I met this other gentleman um, whose name was, let's give him a name. Um, his name was Martin. That is not his name. Whose name was Martin. And he, Martin was Jamaican. And he and I hit it off and we were dancing and we just kept dancing to this is when T-Pain's Buy You a Drink mm-hmm. came out. And me and him were dancing this. We were having a good time. Good time. Every time I hear that song, I think about you because I think about this. So later on that night, Martin and I exchanged numbers, mm-hmm. right? Um, we hit it off. We had a good time. He walked us to our car. I remember. And that. the next day he called me and um he said to me, he was like, you know, he was like, I had a good time talking to you and dancing with you. We should go out. And I was like, Oh yeah, that would be cool. He said, um, but the next time um you and I hang out, don't show up with no hickeys on your neck. And I was like, What? what? Exactly. So I, I run understand. to the bathroom and look at my neck. I had a hickey. You got a on neck, neck full of hickeys. I had a hickey on my neck from the guy I guess that I was doing the bachata with all <gasps> night. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was really embarrassing. Uh whatever. Well, it was a little embarrassing. I mean, you were winding on the dance floor. Yeah, but winding on the dance floor doesn't mean that somebody sucks your neck. <laughs> <laughs> but apparently it does when you're in your uh early twenties. In the early aughts. In the uh, <laughs> I refuse. <laughs> So anyway, um, Buy You a Drink is that song, and I'm going to um, read the lyrics to it right now. So um, this song is great. Uh, and I don't know if you guys have watched on Netflix that, um, what's it called? I'm Pop or something about pop. This the is history pop. of pop. This is pop. This is pop. Mm-hmm. Um, watch the one about T-Pain. It'll break your heart. And that's all I'll say. Just watch it. Um, I'm going to read the first verse. Baby girl, what's your name? Let me talk to you. Let me buy you a drink. I'm T-Pain. You know me. Convict music. Nappy boy. Ooh-wee. I know the club closes at three. What's the chance? Yes, I am. Yes, by the way, sidebar, I am going to read it with better grammar than it's written. <laughs> I'm T-Pain. You know me. Convict music. Nappy boy. Ooh-wee. I know the club closes at three. What's the chances of you rolling with me? Back to the crib? Show you how I live. Let's get drunk and forget what we did. I'm going to buy you a drink. And then I'm going to take you home with me. I got money in the bank. Shawty, what you think about that? I'll be in the great Cadillac. We in the bed like, ooh, ooh, ooh. Whoa, whoa, ooh, ooh. We in the bed like, ooh, ooh, whoa. Ooh, whoa, whoa, ooh, ooh, whoa. And that's all I got. (laughs) <laughs> that's enough <laughs> yeah but let me just that say some dedication with the ooze and the ooze. yeah but also like that song is a is a classic yeah it's a banger it, it is what is it it's a banger well what it is a banger no nope, i can't gonna, say banger you can say whatever you like i'm saying it own it okay um it's a great song and every time i hear it i think of you i'm so proud of you why because that's a good song to think of me. It is because it reminds it me of that night. And we had I a ball we that night. We had such a ball that night. We had a ball that night. Oh and goodness. it reminds, it always reminds me of that night. And I was with you on that night. I just remember turning around and looking at you. Yes. And some dude was just sucking down your neck. And I was yeah. like, yes, this is the best <laughs> night ever. Enjoy your life, sis. Enjoy your life. Girl, do your thing. I did, and uh, apparently the guy... Either way, uh, it didn't work out with Martin. 
Um, he was a Seventh Day Adventist and a Jamaican, mm-hmm. and he told me that I was a uh, an apple temptress and a heathen. Basically, he said that all the things he was trying to stop doing, mm-hmm. uh, I represented, which was sex, weed, and drinking. Keep in mind, at the time, what? friends and kin, he barely did any of those things. Thank you. Like. Any of the three. No, yeah, because I hadn't even, I mean, I wasn't a virgin, clearly. Um, But you weren't out there in the streets. You weren't, like, banging it. Yeah. No, I hadn't hadn't found my my host station yet. I was not. Your mojo. Yeah. No, I I had my mojo, definitely. (laughs) I just didn't share it as much. Nice. Um, and uh, I didn't smoke weed until for the first time until I was 26. Mm-hmm. So that's how I know this didn't happen until I was. This happened when this was when I was about 25. It couldn't have been. No, it was it like 25, 26. Because right after him, I met um, the crazy guy in New York. Who mm-hmm. I'm not even going to say his name. Um, so maybe I was visiting. You had to and be. And it wasn't when we. Yeah, used We're to like run those streets. In yeah, Baltimore. Yeah, yeah. No, right, um, he definitely said that I was. He called me literally, and I quote, "an apple temptress," and said that I represented all those things. How when I didn't really do all I did was drink red wine. Mm-hmm. Um, I wasn't really out here fucking a whole lot of people, mm-hmm. um, and I hadn't smoked weed yet. Or yeah. if I did, I no, I didn't. It was like April mm-hmm. of two thousand. Six. Wow. So I was 26. I was 26 going on 27. God, I am not sure about that timeline. But okay. Whatever. Let's just keep it. So that's about that. That's <laughs> it. Now let's get into the show. Can we talk so friends and kin, um, as I said, I'm here with my friend Mumby. Um, and if you have listened to uh, which episode were you on? The... Um, Oh, the, the season finale. Yeah, she was on that um, episode, and she made me cry um, because you talked yeah. about. Yeah, I remember you talked about my mother, um, and we've been friends, as I said, for about two decades. And uh, um, what are we going to talk about today? I thought we were going to talk about traveling. Well. First, well, you well, know what? First, talk about relationships. I don't know. We can talk about both. But the first thing okay. that I'm going to say is that mm-hmm. I want to explain. Not that I owe anybody an explanation because I don't, but mm-hmm. I do want to address the fact that I did not release an episode. Your hiatus. Um, yeah, it wasn't really a hiatus. It was just a break. Your stint in rehab. Wow, that's rude. <laughs> She's such a jerk. It wasn't Sorry. a stint in rehab. Oh, and she thinks it's really funny. I don't. I don't. No. You should actually probably erase that because I'm not. that's not a funny thing. What, going to rehab? Mm-hmm. It's not funny. People disappear from their shows and they were like, I was on vacation, but really they Well, I really rehab. was on vacation. So here's why I didn't release an episode on August the 1st, because um, a week or two before I went uh, to Vegas for my family's uh, family reunion and it was very hot. It was my first time in Vegas. Uh, I lived in California all that time. Visited California. I've been visiting California since 1980. And I have never been to Las Vegas. Mm-hmm. And the reason I've never been to Las Vegas as an adult um, was because I just never had the gamble. desire. I don't gamble. Yeah. Um, it seems very um, 
I know this sounds bad, but it seems very white. You know what I mean? Really? Yeah. And that like, um, like, where's the appeal for me to go? You Mm -hmm. know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I go to L.A. Like, there's a lot of diversity. Yeah. You know, you go to San Francisco. There's a lot of diversity. Mm -hmm. Um, Go to New York. Diversity. Go to New Orleans. It's black as fuck. You know, you go to Florida. Diversity and Mickey Mouse. You know what I mean? So, like, where's the drawing for me? Like, I don't gamble. Um, You know, they're not really known for delicious cuisine. They're known for... It's pretty much hotels and casinos and restaurants. Yeah, that's it. And I can go to restaurants here. Yeah. I can go to casinos here. And I can stay in hotels here. Yeah. Um, It's just ridiculously expensive. Mm -hmm. The one good thing is that... um, I got to be with my family. It was about 30 of us, 30 or 35 of us. We went to Las Vegas. And um, usually my family goes on cruises. Mm-hmm. I've invited you several times. You've never gone. I can't do um, cruises. Okay. I'm not. I'm, I'm fine with that. Um, usually we go on re- for our family reunion. I plan our family reunion cruise. Mm-hmm. Um, but we really couldn't thanks to good old Pandora. And so... Um, my uncle, who is 88, said, well, let's go on a cruise. And his daughter was like, um, Dad, we can't go on a cruise because we're in the middle of a <laughs> panorama. A global. <laughs> a global panoramic. Panorama. Exactly. So mm-hmm. he was like, well, why don't we go to Vegas? Because we have so many family members on the West Coast. Mm-hmm. And, you know, she was like, what? And everybody was like, what? But like <laughs> when the oldest family member yeah says you go to vegas you go to vegas you go to vegas and you shut the fuck up 88 he's 88 yeah and he's a g yeah man yeah dude. you gotta respect that you got to put some so respect on it we put some respect on it and mm-hmm. on his name and we went and you know it was really dope we were um a few episodes ago remember i had um dr gina page from african mm-hmm. ancestry on so she invited me to um be on a facebook live this facebook live thing that they do um and in the month of july they were talking about um, family reunions yeah and of course i just so happened to be on my family reunion and we talked about how we incorporated taking the test um into into our family reunion to our vacation yeah and so we actually took the test live yeah more my cousin did it live she did the swabbing live Mm -hmm. and we talked and it was so cool like all of us sat in the same room um they had a hard time being quiet um, which was funny, but like, imagine that it was cool because like we had some young kids in there. Yeah. Um, we had elders there yeah. and how many people do you think were there in the like, room? Es- yeah. Like guesstimate. Probably like 20 oh, to okay. 25. Okay. So like um, 25 of y'all took, took this DNA test. No, only one person took the DNA test, Oh, but 25 of us were in there were during there the live. When it, oh, yeah. when it was happening. Yeah. Okay. And so when she was interviewing me, interviewing me, excuse me, and talking to me mm-hmm. and it was so funny to, I went back and read like some of the comments that the people were leaving and they yeah. were like, Oh, your family's so dope. I want to uh-huh. be a part of your family. <laughs> I love the vibe. And it just, yeah. it made me so happy yeah. to be a part of the family that I'm a part of. Yeah. Like, I love them. Yeah, your family's yeah. pretty dope. I like yeah. your family. They like you. Oh. They can never figure out you out between you, uh, Nichelle, and... We're all the same person. Yeah. No, you're not. <laughs> not to the like people close person. to me. Uh-huh. You're not. Because they know you because you lived in a butterfly forest. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> the mighty Posadio. Now, let's talk about that. <laughs> 
Well, let's before we get there, let me just finish. And and then after that, I came back home and then I went. I knew I was going to New Orleans and I was like, I just can't. I don't have it in me to. I didn't want the pressure mm-hmm. of putting out a quality episode yeah. and being attentive to my to family, your family and doing and your this best Facebook friend. live. Yeah. And then mm-hmm. I went to New Orleans with my best friend and it was like, you know what? I'm going to have to put it on break and it was good to just not have to do any of that yeah you know and and i didn't want to half-ass do it i don't ever want to put out trash yeah so i just made an executive decision mainly because i'm the only employee so i just made an executive decision (laughs) a decision of one (laughs) yeah um executive decision to just uh take a a moment Mm -hmm. uh to take care of me to look out for me to to do me well, you talk about self-care a lot. Yeah. Shows, and so. how can I, how dare me not practice it? Practice it. And, yeah. I, you know, and I'm always preaching it. Yeah. Um, so let's talk about traveling. Okay. Uh, you sure. guys heard me say that um, my family knows uh, Mumby as the one who lived in a butterfly forest because garden, garden excuse me. <laughs> she lived in a butterfly garden and she slept on the f- on the jungle floor. I did. Yeah, because you're fucking crazy. <laughs> um, and I this was is when broke. we were young. This is when we were young. So, you know, right now, I would say if you people look at social media, like travel is mm-hmm. really big, especially mm-hmm. for black people. Yeah. Right? But we've been traveling for forever. A couple decades. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the first time I ever got on a plane, I was eight months. Mm-hmm. Right. How old were you? Because you were young, too. Oh, Yeah. Oh, gosh, I was a few months old. Yeah. Yeah. When you moved to Kenya? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mumby's mom is from Kenya, and her dad is from... Nigeria. Nigeria. She is real African-American. Because <laughs> you were born in America. I was, yeah. yeah. So you are the real first kind generation. of Af- first generation. First generation. And you're actually African-American. African-American. Cool. Um, so let's talk about how you what what you lived in a butterfly garden. Mm-hmm. Tell me about it. So it was very interesting. Picture this, Sicily, nineteen twenty-two. Nineteen. The time was. Um, it was really interesting. What happened really was uh, my friend Tanae and I. Oh, and I, I said the T word. Whatever. I'm so over that. Girl. Okay. And uh, we decided to go to Costa Rica and and just kind of travel around for a little bit. And this was right after undergrad. We were just kind of, you know, in, in that phase where you're in between things. Right. So we finished. We graduated from our bachelor's degree and we're just trying to figure out what do we do with our lives. And in between that, we decided to go travel so we can work on our Spanish. But anyway. Long story short, we're in Costa Rica. We travel around for several weeks and then she heads back to the U.S. and I stay there and I miss my flight on purpose and just decide. Let me just stick around because I don't want to go back to the U.S. and start paying my student debt. And. I ended up broke. First, I got mono. And whoa, I tra- whoa. Yeah. Let's pause. And I traveled with mono for about. A week or so. Stop for a second. Uh-huh. Let's rewind. Okay. What are we rewinding? So you decided to miss your flight and stay? Yeah. Why? What made you want to stay? A man? No. Thank not, God. Not at all. Thank God. No. I mean, I was having a great time. You were Don't having get a time me wrong. Yeah, but. What do you mean you were having a great time? I, 
Bukin the Costa yeah. Rican men. Oh yes, you nasty there, little there's, whore. There's there's the ones in Limon who have Caribbean flavor. Mm-hmm. There's the ones on the west side who are very surfer boy. There's the ones in the central part who are very farmer. And so you you've all got. You've got a blend of you things. You've got a melange. That you can, you've, got, you've got a salad bar. Yes, a melange. A melange, a melange so I to speak. speak. French. Um, no, it wasn't, it wasn't a guy who made me want to stay. It was just the, I mean, it was Costa Rican culture. I'm just joking. It was all the guys. It was all the guys. Costa Rican culture is just kind of like, they have that whole, you know, pura vida sort of mentality of like, just live your life, just enjoy. What is pura vida? Pure life. Yeah. That's like literally what it means. Spanish. Yeah. And so it's just, I mean, it's a really beautiful place to travel to. I've never been. It's wonderful. We yeah. should go. It's, it, it became a tourist trap for a it told, while. It still is, I think. Yeah. And yeah. I, I feel like I was there in the, in the sort of middle of it. And then it got really, really bad. And then, you know, of course, coronavirus. But um, yeah, so, you know, I just decided to miss my flight because I enjoyed being there and I didn't want to come back to the U.S. and start paying my student debt. Like, I didn't want to go work at, you know, whatever and start living. Paying the man. Yeah. And I was really disillusioned by the U.S. at that point, too. I just kind of felt like, I don't know, I just kind of felt like I graduated college and my life was supposed to start, but it didn't. Mm. And you're kind of sold that, 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 that false narrative. That false narrative. Yeah. And... If you don't take some time to figure other things about your life and your personality and who you are well, as a, figure as out a who person, you are. yeah, yeah, like college, you just become a robot. Yeah, it, it, that's not that's An not the end robot. all be all. Yeah, and I feel like in America we tend to sell that dream. We totally sell stupid. that dream. It's bullshit. And we sell the dream that if you don't achieve or attain that, then somehow you have not arrived. Yes, right. Yes, because that had, that not. haunted me. Yeah, yeah that that whole concept. Um, definitely haunted me. You know, your family, will, they'll put that shit on you. They, everyone's family yeah. does. No, I said your family, yeah. like not just your family. Yeah. Like family will yeah, put that crazy. on you. Like, what are you doing? You need to go back to school. And I get it. Like going to school is really important, but it's important. there's other it's things important. to life. Yeah, it's important in some aspects, but there's, there, there's an abundance of other things that people can do with their lives to have meaning and value purpose and also generate income yeah um but anyway so how'd you get on the floor how'd you end up in a butterfly garden sis i got mono i ended up stuck you know where you got mono from i have no idea she was sucking on a person's neck and i got (laughs) i wish you could have seen my eyes when she started i'm looking like what the fuck are you about to say (laughs) I am not. I know this is a G-rated show. Um, it's definitely not. I just said fuck. <laughs> I do. I do not know how I got mono. I think I got it on a bus. Actually, just the internal. Like, who knows? It's how a kissing disease, from, though. Did you so lick the been, fucking ball? Well, you know, the like bus the air bar? just kind of like circulates. I don't know because I've the, never had mono. No shade or anything. It's just. It's awful. Wow, it's all, what happens? Well, you can't your your throat is on fire. Ooh. You can't swallow, Ooh. but you also are so exhausted that you just sleep Ooh. for months. Not well, not for not for, for so like long? a couple of days. Cuz that's just how mono. No, that's how oh. mono pa- plays itself out. Like once you get it, you're sick for about 6 weeks. Damn. It's just the way that it works. Yeah. And so I was 
in beds in hotels and hostels for several weeks. And so in that time, I was paying out, but not really getting money in. Uh I was just trying to get better. So I went broke in Costa Rica. Mm -hmm. And so by the time I got better, I had probably like 30 bucks to my name. Wow. And um, I saw a flyer for um, a butterfly garden that needed <laughs> I'm volunteers. I'm sorry, I'm laughing. In Monteverde, mm-hmm. Costa Rica, which is up in the mountains. Mm-hmm. It's, you know, a couple, it's pretty high elevated. So it's a, it's a very different sort of feel than like the other parts of Costa Rica. It's not beachy. It's not. How do you get there? up in the mountains. You take. Back then, you took like three buses, mm-hmm. and it took about a half a day to get there from San Jose. Mm-hmm. Um, but once you started the the climb, the ascent up the mountain, mm-hmm. I mean, it was like rickety and spiraling. Yeah, on yeah. the bus, it was I'm crazy. Yeah, for yeah. like you know three or four hours. But you get up there, and um, when I got up there, my time wasn't ready to start. I. It, it was like I had like three or four days before, before I was your volunteer start. time. So I had nowhere to butterfly go. Garden. Exactly. Did they put you up in a so, place to live? No, no. So when I got there, there, I just showed up, and it, it wasn't time for it to start. So I paid a ticket to get into the rainforest. You have to pay to had, get into the rainforest. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. That's it's smart. just an entry into the rainforest, That's but smart. you can camp in there. Okay. And so I, there were campgrounds there, and but you, you didn't can, have anything because you were, you just said I'm going and I'm just going to stay. Yeah, but I had my, I had my travel pack. Okay, yeah, yeah, like and a pack your tra- pack. yeah, like, like my backpack. My what was yeah, in it though? Like a, did you like toiletries, you, my clothes? Okay, yeah, stuff like that. I didn't have a tent or anything like that. You didn't that. have a sleeping bag or anything. Mm-hmm. I, okay. I had a sleeping bag yeah. that you bought when you got there. Well, yeah, you buy, you kind of have to do that when you're like traveling like that because you stay in a lot of hostels. Yeah. So, and in hostels, you want to have your own sleeping gear. Mm-hmm. So you have your own pillow, you have your own sleeping bag, you've got your own like mosquito net, things like that, because you don't want to sleep. You know. I couldn't yeah. imagine. Yeah. I'm so, it's, so nose in the air about stuff like that. Yeah. I, I mean, it's never, gross traveling. It's not. I would never. Yeah. Stay in a hostel, and I know they say never say never. I hope I never have to. That is me knocking on wood. Yeah. I hope I never have to stay in a hostel under any circumstances because I would probably cry yeah. and sit up the whole night. <laughs> well, you're also grown now, so you don't yeah, have no. to stay in a hostel. <laughs> I would just stay home before I went yeah. and stayed in a anything less than a three star hotel. It's very romantic in your twenties, though. Yeah, you know. So here's the thing. Coming through. So the thing that I, I always say this um, now that we're a lot older, the thing that I admire about Mumbi and another friend of ours, Nichelle, is that when we were in our 20s, they just lived the fucking good life, man. You guys were just gone. Yeah. Nikki stayed in fucking Panama in a fucking somebody's house with chickens walking around (laughs) and a dirt floor. Yeah, that's when she did her stint with the Peace Corps. Yeah. Yeah. And she, um, I never forget, she wrote me or she called me and she told me she was staying in a... um, somebody's house her uh what do they call host family mm-hmm. and there was a chicken while i was like what is that noise and she was like it's a chicken and i was like what the fuck <laughs> like i've always admired that about you guys and yeah. i wish that um i wish that and your family probably maybe your mother did because your mom's a stone cold hippie stone cold 
Yeah, yeah she's a she's, she's a, a hippie. hippie. She's a yeah. real she's a real black hippie. Yeah. But um, I feel like more black families should encourage that mm-hmm. because I feel like black kids miss out. Mm. missing that exposure mm-hmm. i was blessed because my family like i i was exposed to different things because i um had family on the west coast mm-hmm. and so i moved there young so i was yeah. automatically when you live in places like california florida mm-hmm. um new york like you're all automatically you're exposed yeah, to a lot so of different things yeah it's yeah. so diverse mm-hmm. um so i got that opportunity um but I wish that they would have encouraged that. Like, I wish my parents would have encouraged me to study abroad in high school. Mm-hmm. That would have been so fucking dope. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. that is so cool. And speaking of studying abroad, you did that. I did. In college. Mm-hmm. I remember you went to Spain. Yeah. Uh-huh. That was fun. See? Like, yeah. I, I always admired that about you and Michelle. Like, damn. Because I, I, you know... When I was younger, I, I was very um, cautious and very like I moved out of fear a mm-hmm. lot. And I think that is something that um, sometimes is generational. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, but I like just, the fear to go beyond just your moving in fear. geographic space. Nope. Nope. Not only. That. Oh, just general. Okay. Yeah. Just in okay. general, like yeah. you move out of fear and you move out of caution mm-hmm. instead of. You know, it's funny. A lot of black families, I believe, I can't really speak for other fa- other um, races because I don't really know the ins and outs of how they're, you know, like what happens in their families. Yeah. Um, but I feel like a lot of black families were mm-hmm. like that, and I mean, it's understandable. It's because of oppression in America. Yeah. Like I get it. Mm-hmm. Um, but it holds us back. Um, it creates. It's a form of trauma. Yeah. It, it definitely really is. is, and it, and it 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 does not allow children or young people the freedom to bloom. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, and then they grow up, and then they have children, and then their children don't bloom. Don't bloom. And yeah. then they grow up, and they have and children, they have and children they, their don't children bloom. don't bloom. Yeah, I mean, when you think about it, like the whole premise of slavery was you stay here and do this thing, mm-hmm. and so don't bloom. Yeah. How dare you? Well, also, how dare you? That for, you know, living in a country that is like the foundation is white supremacy. That's 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 what you will pass on generationally because that's what. And that's what I I talk about that all the time. Generational trauma. Exactly. Like we get it from our great, 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 great grandparents. Yeah. And that is that is that is one of the examples. Mm -hmm. Um, But I feel like it just holds us back so much. And. Just imagine if all black kids traveled abroad. I know. Between the ages of, and any time between the ages of 15 and 25. Oh, yeah. How fucking dope would that be? It would be amazing. Not only like the exposure, but just the idea that you can do this. Yeah. You know, I mean, yes, it's amazing to be exposed to other cultures mm-hmm. and to, because that's how you learn how to live as a global citizen. Mm-hmm. But just the, the the reality that this is something that you can do yeah that it's not that difficult no. that you know you just make the the steps and and it's easy yep it stays it's not with you forever all, it, it stays with not. you for your whole life and aside from um like uh visiting my family in california like i think the first time i traveled abroad i was 24 
And I went to Senegal. I went to Africa with my mm-hmm. cousins. Mm-hmm. And we went with my mm-hmm. cousin's church. You remember? Mm-hmm. That was fucking amazing. Yeah, the pictures are beautiful. I don't know where they are. My yeah. cousin Angie has a lot of them. And my cousin just told me recently during our family reunion that she has a whole photo album of them. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to, um, I want to like blow some of them up. Yeah. But it was amazing. Yeah. And I think that, um, I think it's cool that so many black people are traveling now. Yeah. I think it's a little bit weird that it is very, um, <laughs> like it's super it's luxurious. Like a, yeah. Yeah. It's like lifestyles of the rich and famous. Yeah. Um, and I don't really think that that's what traveling is about, but I'm not here to judge people on how they travel. Like people can do what they want. Yeah. Um, I mean, but that just, that seems to, um, limit, that seems to limit, people from getting that to that point where they can travel if it's if because it, they if, think that it has yeah, to be a luxurious if what situation. they're seeing is yeah. you know people who don't know yeah, yeah. exactly it's I beautiful beaches and yeah. like jet skiing jet skiing and, and yachts really to, it doesn't and, yeah it doesn't have now, to don't be get me that wrong way. all that shit is great yeah because i love i live for going to a beach Mm-hmm. and getting on a catamaran it is something about it that gives me joy mm-hmm. it is something about laying on that netted part mm-hmm. and the water's under you <laughs> yeah and it's like man if this falls in i'm gonna die <laughs> but it's not gonna fall but in, it's but not gonna fall it's in. not yeah, and right. it took me a minute because yeah. i wouldn't sit on it first because i used to be really scary but i love catamarans i love getting on uh, boats um and I just think that when I talk about exposure, I'm not only talking about like exposure to um, different people and different scenery, but also just different experiences mm-hmm. like getting on a fucking boat. Yeah. So many pe- people will not get on a cruise mm-hmm. because they're like, I ain't getting on a boat in the middle of the sea. Mm-hmm. Uh, Why not? <laughs> <laughs> because I can promise you that. It is the best sleep yeah. ever known to man. Okay. You know what it's like? It's mm-hmm. like being a baby. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know how sometimes when babies uh, cry, their parents will put them in the car and like yeah, drive them. Just drive that hum of the car. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's like that. And the boat is kind of it's moving because it's on the water. Yeah. <gasps> man, when I tell you I sleep like a fucking newborn. Mm-hmm. For two hours, but I sleep for maybe not a newborn, like an infant. <laughs> like I sleep and it's yeah. it's drool sleep. Yeah. Oh, it's so good. It's so My good. only aversion to cruises is is purely public health. You okay. Because I, I I teach about disease and yeah. infectious disease and the spread of infectious disease and, and a cruise ship. Cruises are yeah. they're cesspools. They're like toddlers. A cruise yeah. is like a giant toddler. It's just germ, 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 germs. And so that's I my can say that version. every time, like we went every two years from 2007 to 2017. So we went on five mm-hmm. and nobody ever got sick. That's great. Yeah. yeah. And I, I mean, I don't, I don't, I mean, it's not sick that, from, it's not no, that I, I feel like everybody. Yeah, gets, no. Yeah. That's my only It's just creepy. Like, yeah. That's the thing but that you makes But you slept on a, but you slept on a floor in the jungle. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And you, and know, you stayed in hostels. Yeah. And I got and I got mono. Yeah, well, on a, on a bus and or kissing. You probably should have just went on a cruise, <laughs> and you wouldn't have gotten mono. Don't fucking blame Amen. that on cruises. Everybody's mono everybody's Monday. got their story. 
Yeah. <laughs> and they're sticking to it. So why did you sleep on the floor? In well, the, I, the rainforest because I didn't have I didn't have any money and it was eight dollars to enter and camp there and you you get a platform well I mean when I say platform you get a little clearing mm-hmm. and I have my mosquito net and I have my sleeping bag so I just pretty much pitched a sleeping bag and mosquito net and stayed there for two nights so and that you, was what in, do you mean you pitched a mosquito net like you put up a stick no like you just kind of like. Like you put your, you put the mosquito net on the ground and then you, you slide the sleeping bag into it and then you put the mosquito net over Over it while you're sleeping. Yeah. And then you zip it up around and then you zip up your sleeping bag around and then that prevents the mosquitoes from, from eating you alive. alive. Does it work? I mean, it worked reasonably well, Okay, but you have to wake up really early in the morning and it gets very, very cold at night because it was up in the mountains. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, it was it was really, really cold at night and I would have to be up by like six or seven in the morning because because it would get really warm. And then the mosquitoes would come through the net. Yeah, and they'd just be like, oh, God, like around six o'clock. Yeah, Yeah, they're just like right in your ear. Mm -hmm. Oh, I would die. Oh, yeah, they're right in your ear. But anyway. The moral of the story is that it was only a couple of nights and then and then the the butterfly so gig it was like, started. It was like camping. It was like camping. Oh, yeah, okay. I wasn't like I getting thought you a, were like laying on the ground. I mean I was laying no, on the bitch. ground. I mean but I, I thought you were like laying in... on the on the grass ground, like with sticks and worms crawling in your nose. Yeah, I didn't have to make a clearing if if that's what you mean. There it was a camp about a clearing. <laughs> Well, because I'm not sure I know I what, you're, what like you're saying. You just laid down on the ground in the jungle yeah. with no sleeping bag. I thought no, you just laid no, no, down. No, 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 there was. I was like, no, disgusting. I had my gear. I didn't know you were. Yeah. went to REI first. I had my gear. It wasn't okay. REI. It was. Okay. It was Walmart. But that's okay. <laughs> you shopped at Walmart back then. Yeah, girl. I don't even remember. I didn't Walmart have Target money back then. I don't even remember Target or Walmart back then. Walmart was definitely a thing back then. What? Yeah, it was way more of a thing than even Target was. I don't remember but, either of them. Yeah. No, I, I had my Coleman's. Coleman's. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I know that. That's that's, that's a cheap. Stuff. That's a cheap. Camping stuff. Yeah, yeah, I've had a Coleman water bottle. Yeah, yeah, they are cheap. Some of them are nice, but yeah, that's that's you know that's the gen- that's the you knew to get that stuff. Well, you that, got it when you were there. No, no, no. You got it. You in get America? it here. Yeah, because you you know, took that stuff with you. Oh yes. Did Tanae take her take some too? No. Yeah, because she me. did the school. Yeah, so we did the language school. So okay. we had the our first leg of the trip. We were with a host family. Uh-huh house everything Mm -hmm. we also did travel together but we stayed in like nice places yeah we had one crappy hotel hostel experience and she hated me forever yeah it was your fault it was my fault we almost got murdered and it was my fault in real life oh yeah because we were like banging on the door and stuff why because i wanted to rob us i guess i don't know oh i would have killed you (laughs) oh i would have been so fucking upset i know and she was, she was like, I'm out of here. Yeah. She, and your dumb ass is I was like, broke. I'm staying here. What am I supposed to do? I'm broke. I can't Go stay home. in like $200 hotel rooms. Or you could have called your father and been like, dad, I need to come home. Probably. But I didn't want to go home. You, that's, that's really what it was. Yeah. You didn't want to go home. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Okay. It was fun. It sounds like it. Yeah. And so, I have a 16 year old from that experience. Womp, so. womp. I wasn't going to bring that up. <laughs> okay. I wasn't bringing that up. But since it's you fine. went there, let's go. No, 
it's fine. It was great. Because I love your son. Yeah, he's amazing. So as a result of that, she met a gentleman there, a Colombian uh, warlord. No, I'm just traveler. joking. He traveler was a Colombian, Colombian traveler. He was definitely not a warlord. He was not a <laughs> drug lord. Clearly, he wasn't a drug lord because you were laying, sleeping on the ground. Is this where we segue into relationships? We can. Yeah. Um, and you had a baby in Costa Rica. No, you no, got I pregnant had... in Costa Rica. I did. Yeah. You had a baby in Athens, Georgia. I sure did. Mm-hmm. Yep. And I drove down there mm-hmm. with Michelle. And, and yeah, you did my baby to shower. Your baby shower, yeah. That was a long drive. That was the sweetest thing. Well, you do sweet things for yeah. sweet people. I didn't even have a crib, and you guys bought me a crib. We did. Mm-hmm. That was kind. Yeah. I'm a good person. You is kind. You is smart. You is important. You is important. I'm a good friend. <laughs> yeah, you are. Do you are. think I'm a good friend? Of course you are. Do you think I'm like a top-notch friend? I think you're like... On the top three, you're definitely one, two, or three. What? <laughs> you're so dumb. What does that even mean? Is, if I had a top three of friends, oh, if, if, oh, you would be one, I'm in two, your, or three. I'm in your top three? Absolutely. Yeah, my yeah. girl. Well, that makes me feel really special that I'm in your top three. I would say that you are in my top five. Five, yeah. Awesome. Yeah. I'll take that. Because you've got some good friends. You got a cadre of friends. Ooh, cadre. Yeah. Um, You know what? You might be in my top three. Because sometimes, sometimes like friends like you that I don't see or -hmm. communicate with often, Mm -hmm. like not that I forget about you, but you know, like out of sight, out of mind. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I have, I have a friend uh, who lives in California. Her name is, her name, she goes by, her mm-hmm. name is Tamama, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And so her nickname all through life has been Tamama and it's spelled like Tumama, mm-hmm. right? But it's Tamama. Mm-hmm. Um, I love that girl. Yeah. Like the, but she never talked to her. Um, now she has Instagram. Mm-hmm. So we talk almost um, at least three to four times a week. Okay. When I tell you that, that I have good friends, I got some good friends. Yeah, you do. And I think that um, when some friends, I don't feel like they, um, I don't know how to say this without sounding bad. Um, if you don't measure up, in it in. if you don't measure up to the cadre of friends that I have, <laughs> Yeah, you can't yeah. really stay, you can't get too close. You can't yeah. stay close anyway, yeah. you know, because I got some friends that they ride with me, mm-hmm. you know, and um, I don't even know why I brought some. It's like you up. got a bar. Yeah, some, some of you, you guys set have it. set the bar really high. I didn't yeah. set it. You no, that's guys a good set thing it. to do. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes I feel bad about this and I talk, I talk um, to Crystal about this all the time, um, about how like I'm really easy to like cut people off. Mm-hmm. Like I don't have a problem with it at all. Mm-hmm. If you cross me, mm-hmm. we're done. Oh, I'm the same. You are. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh-uh. I have a list of friends that I will almost never cut off. Mm-hmm. Like it's got to be bad for mm-hmm. me to cut it off. But then that list is very short. Yeah. All my other friends, I can I can cut it off in two seconds and not turn not blink an eye. Yeah, I yeah. don't. I don't. I don't um, I if and and you know what? It, there are some friends that I have. Our friendship has 
um, ended or, um, you know. Devolved. Yeah. I like that. Is that a real word? Mm -hmm. It's the opposite of evolved. Yeah. I like that. Is it spelled evolved with a D at the front? Mm -hmm. I like it. I'm going to adopt it. Mm-hmm. Our our friendship has devolved and it broke my heart. Yeah. Um. But once I do an, a real if, a risk evaluation mm-hmm. and I really look at like your behaviors. Yeah. I don't think you know, and I'm like, yeah, no, you nah, done fucked up. That was yeah. Bad anyway. Yeah. <laughs> you done fucked up. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't have a problem with um, letting people go. And it's not that I don't love them or that, you know, um, they're not important to me anymore. It's just we like our journey, you know, it just in this moment, maybe is over. It's done. Yeah. yeah. And I think it's totally OK. Yeah. And, you know, I've had people tell me, oh, you're petty or, you know, maybe it's you if you're so quick to cut people off. Yeah, it is me. Me, uh, and and that's called self-preservation. Yeah, making some yeah, stone-cold decisions. Me yeah. first. Yeah. You know, and people can say that you're selfish, but that, that's self-care. Yeah. Yes. Me first. Yeah. Yeah. I, my, my feelings and my emotions and my joy and my peace and my, my um, happiness is definitely first before everybody else's. Yeah. And um, some people have tried to make me feel bad about that and to them i say suck my toes best of luck to you yeah 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 put up that's okay i don't think there's anything wrong with that no i never knew you were like that yeah yeah Yeah. i cut people off a lot yeah yeah i think it's totally okay i think so too I, i mean i i think that part of it too is that like the way that I look at life is like, we seem to think that life is very linear when it's really segmented, you know? And so like, I've got these periods of my life when I need very specific things and I'm experiencing very specific things. And the place that I am at that time is a very different person than I am before or after. Right. And so if, if the people in my life aren't, moving in that same direction say it again now then i don't i don't see the need to keep doing or evolving that relationship i get that yeah so it's just and also i think for me also if you and 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 not in a way like i'm better than anybody but like at some point in life everybody we gotta mature yeah right and like some shit you just got to stop doing Mm -hmm. or you just got to grow the fuck up. Yeah. And if you are not growing, shout out to my cousin Randall. I will never forget. He told me this. This is when he was at FAMU. So we were really young. He told me anything not growing is dead. I've said it on this show many times. Mm -hmm. Anything not growing is dead. If our friendship is not growing or if, um, like we are not growing in our relationship because yeah. that's a relationship. Mm-hmm. If we're not growing in it, then, it, you know, it's, it's, I think about it like plants, mm-hmm. like we're just kind of there just waiting for our time to just wilt in the sun. Yep. Yeah. So I'm a, just throw you in the trash, mm-hmm. <laughs> not really throw you in the trash, but yeah. you know, like 
I think it's okay for seasons to come to an end. Yes, it is. Yeah. Yeah. And sometimes it's really hard. Yeah. And sometimes it hurts really bad, but like, what are we doing? Mm-hmm. Like, if I bring you to levels of anger where, you know, you are, you know, you cannot speak to me anymore, mm-hmm. um, or you cannot speak to me anymore in, you know, in times of trauma, like, mm-hmm. we don't belong together as friends. Yeah. 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 Yeah, and there's also, I feel like, times when we're destructive or self-destructive or not well-meaning or um, not ready to celebrate somebody else's joy. Ooh, you know, those types of things. Now. And it's... What that lady tap at the brow right. say, come on in the room. Come on in the room. Come on in the room. Let me tell you something. She read Wendy Williams for really Phil. Wanna, I w- yeah, and I yeah. want to be able to read somebody like that. You can. You just gotta tap in. You just gotta tap in. You gotta, I think you you're gotta, capable you of it because you're a nasty thing. You play. Girl, stop. No, it's in you. Okay. Oh no, it's in I'm you. I'm gonna work on it. Oh no, I'm it's it's it. definitely in you. I saw a little bit of it today. Oh okay. Yeah. Because normally I'm like, I'm gonna kill you. No, but I saw I it today, that. but it was it was um, silent. Because you came mm. in in that room on twelve, mm. but not saying any words. It's business. Yeah, That's you business were. It was yes. Yeah, it was very transactional, mm-hmm. and I was like, you you need to simmer because, like, mm-hmm. and it was loud. It was silent. Mm-hmm. You were silent. But the inner your energy was loud. Oh, that's interesting. Oh, it was. I picked huh. up on it quickly. Oh. I did anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And that's if I did, I'm sure somebody else did. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. I was like, oh, sis has got a lot on her today. Mm. You came for it. Yeah. The shutdown turns into business and maybe yeah. that's what that's No, what that's that, that's that exactly what is. it was. That was a great explanation. You were in business mode. Mm. And it's interesting. Because I don't know you. I don't know that part of you. Mm. I don't want to. <laughs> yeah. I, I, hope like, you, oh. I hope you never do. I was like, oh, she is mean. Don't know, don't, don't, yeah, that's not a good part. That's not a good part. That's not the best part of you. That's not the best part. I understand. Yeah. But it's survival. It, that's a survival It's fight part. or flight. Yeah. It's, I get yeah, that. I yeah. get that. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, sometimes, you know, like I was saying, I, sometimes friendships end because one or the other is not celebrating or or being compassionate or being kind or being there yeah. and present yeah. or um, being fair or being fair yeah in the transaction in the yeah. interaction in the, i'm thinking about a specific the energy friendship of mine that um ended mm-hmm. and i just don't think that they were being fair mm-hmm. nor do i think they were being logical um, nor do I think they were being realistic. Um, nor do I think they were being authentic and, 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 well, no, they were definitely being authentic. I don't think that they, um, thought outside of themselves. Mm-hmm. I don't think they thought about how their behavior would affect anybody else. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they were being very selfish. I wish I had a story for this. Um, you can get it. You can get it later. Yeah, okay. it it really hurt. Yeah, yeah, it made me really sad. But I don't regret how I moved okay. at all. I don't really live with a lot of regrets. Yeah, the only regret I have is not finishing college. Okay, and give me a couple of years, I won't regret it anymore. Cause okay. I don't, I don't feel the same way about it at forty one that I did at 
31. Yeah. But um, do you ever think about going back? All the time. And I sometimes take, take the steps to do that. Do mm-hmm. so. And I did actually recently. Um, I, I don't want to go back and then not finish you know mm-hmm. so i just want to make sure i have the time to yeah. carve out to really focus headspace yeah, yeah yeah and i thought that i was but <clears throat> i don't know if i i am because mm-hmm. i got my hand in a lot of pots you do yeah. you're busy i got a lot of shit going yeah mm-hmm. sometimes i don't like it though to being be busy? busy yeah being busy sometimes sucks and yeah. i think that you know productivity is a crock yeah, 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 that's another one of those. Yeah, that whole hustle culture Soul, thing. Yeah, bullshit American yeah, dreams. Yeah, yeah. Like you gotta be busy. You gotta stay. Yeah. yeah, if you're not productive, you're wasting your time. No, the fuck, I'm not. I'm I know, chilling right? on the in the bed watching cooking shows <laughs> on Samsung Premium <laughs> and Plus TV. Enjoying my life. Yeah, yes. I'm relaxing. Yeah. Like, oh my god. Anyway, um, <laughs> that's interesting. I'm in your top three friends. That makes me happy. What makes yeah. what makes me a good friend? What makes you a good friend? Yeah, tell me. Oh God. Okay. Tell me about how great I am. I was not expecting that question. Um so I I guess when we first met the thing that I really enjoyed about you was your joie de vie. Joie de vie. You now know? what does that mean? You've got like a, a joy for life that's really Aww. it's like infectious. You're gonna make me cry. It's I can really, tell it's gonna happen. It's I don't fun. Have any tissue. And it's not like you're fun, fun, fun all the time. Fun, fun, fun. So, right. Like, it's not that I'm just like super fun all the time, but Mm -hmm. what? But you have this like curiosity about life and you, you go forward with whatever decisions that you make about your life. You know what I mean? Like the podcast Mm -hmm. and your, all the things that you do, like you're, and I know like you stopped doing it, but your Mm -hmm. makeup career like mm-hmm. that so there's all your art mm-hmm. there's all these things that you do in your life that like you just go after them and and you do them with a, a passion and you do mm-hmm. them with a zest that is is just really beautiful oh and then you also have, it yeah it's true it's true and you're just like oh i'm just gonna do this thing and you oh, make you it seem like my like, therapist <laughs> <laughs> it's true and you make it seem like yeah, I was like, oh yeah, it's not a big deal, but it it is a really big deal, and yeah. you you're taking on these these life lessons that other people just may not, other people may be intimidated by, but it doesn't mm-hmm. intimidate you. Does that make sense? That makes sense. And then I guess that's something that um, my best friend says all the time because, like I said, a generational curse I feel like, or some generational trauma in my family is. Uh, moving uh, in a ve- with a very fearful um, through from a very fearful lens. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, be careful because uh, and so we laugh about it. Once she brought it to my attention, like I started paying attention in my family. Like, oh shit, we really do this. Mm-hmm. And so I've been very mindful of it mm-hmm. over the past, like maybe five years. Yeah, and like. I, it's like second nature. I'll be like, oh, I'm not doing that. I'm scared of that. Mm-hmm. And she's like, you're not fucking scared of that. Like, you mm-hmm. aren't scared of shit. Like, I don't know what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. Or it'll be things like I'm scared of a spider, but I'm not afraid to go to Paris by myself mm-hmm. and have a good time. All yeah. Alone. You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah. Exactly. Or I'm not afraid to do whatever. You yes. know, whatever it is. And, and I, I think I, the reason that I asked that about myself or about you about 
the reason that I asked you why you think I'm a good friend, it wasn't because I want you to talk about me in a beautiful way, but also it's very interesting for me to see how other people see me because um, that is something that I struggle with. Oh, now I might cry in real life. Like uh, self-worth is an issue for me. Mm -hmm. So when people see me as such like a special, beautiful butterfly, it's like, what the fuck are you seeing that I sometimes don't see? Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I want to know because it's helpful for when I'm reflecting. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's good. To have heard it from outside of yourself. Yeah. Yeah. To hear from people that are not me. Yeah. And because also like. And I want to hear from people who are also going to tell me when I'm not being my best self. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So carry on. Tell me how great I am. <laughs> All right. So one of the other things that I love about you. So it's funny because I feel like people who have a high emotional, like a high emotional IQ mm-hmm. kind of take advantage of it and assume that everyone operates in that same way. Yeah. You know, that sort of that understanding that other people have emotions and this is how they navigate the world. Mm-hmm. And so you have to see life through their lens in order to yeah. give advice or listen to them or, or just be heard life, by them. Or just see life outside of your own fucking Exactly. Lens. Humans are not good humans with that. Humans are not good with that. No. But humans think they're good with that. Everyone thinks that they're great with that. And that's not the case. You can say that's bullshit. It's bu- you were about to say it. Bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> But you're really good with that. You know, you're really good at understanding people and you have, I think you take the time to practice it as, Mm -hmm. as not just like a, um, an intuition, but as a a skill that needs to be nourished and honed. Mm -hmm. Um, so I love that about you. And you're always thinking about like what people's motivations are. Yeah. And you're always thinking about like why people are doing the things that they're doing. That might be a trauma response, though. It probably is. Yeah. But it's also something that a lot of people do not do. Yeah. And when they try to do it, it's not very. So I'm going to tell you something. And I tell people this all the time. And I don't think they really listen to me. Um, And I don't know if this helps with my intuition. Mm -hmm. Um, Because my intuition is very strong. I don't know if it helps, but when I say that I study human beings and human behavior, I do. And I have since I was a child. I don't know if it's a result of my curiosity and intuition Mm -hmm. or my curiosity about humans is a result of my intuitive nature or Mm -hmm. my intuitive power, I'll call it. Or I don't know if my intuitive power, I mean... Or vice versa, because yeah. I was going to get hung up on trying to explain it. I know that I, or, or vice versa. Yeah. I don't know which came first, the chicken or the egg, but I study human behavior. Mm-hmm. I watch people. Mm-hmm. I watch how they move. I pay attention to their motives. Mm-hmm. And humans are insane. Mm-hmm. Humans are crazy. Yeah, we crazy. Well, there's a lot of us. Yeah. So there's bound to be a bunch of crazy people out yeah. there. Well, hum- humans. And, you know, I think that, you know, uh, some people will say that everybody doesn't need therapy or, you know, da da da. therapy can come in all different forms. And some people will even say that everybody doesn't need talk therapy. I think a little talk therapy could help a lot of people. Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. do. Even if you just do it for a little while, because I just feel like if you are carrying something around. Yeah. You got to get that shit up off you. Yeah. 
And I think the act, people don't pay attention to small acts, Mm -hmm. right? The act of, I talk about the AAA, right? Mm -hmm. Accepting, acknowledging, and action. Mm -hmm. You got to accept the thing and acknowledge the thing Mm -hmm. and then act toward healing the thing. You can't heal the thing without accepting and acknowledging the thing. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And talk, that is what talk therapy helps with. Get you through, yeah. yeah. It helps you to acknowledge what the issue is and get to the root of the issue. Mm-hmm. And I think that people who don't believe that they need therapy, yeah. even if it's not talk therapy, that is a certain level of arrogance. Yeah. Man. Like, what kind of narcissist egomaniac yeah. are you that you don't think you don't need help? Yeah. Like, that's yeah. weird. <laughs> I've heard. I've heard a few people say that I'm smarter than the therapists. Yeah. Like, no. I already know what they're going to say before they say Oh, I've heard that, too. Yeah, yeah. I've heard That's that. Weird. And it's bizarre. Yeah. And also, the reason that you're seeing a therapist is for them to hear what you're... Yeah, it's not a competition. It's not about a competition who, a, about who's who's got the... Are you smarter than a therapist? Right, exactly. Yeah. It's not an intellectual who's got the vocabulary yeah, or the it's not. diagnosis. And I yeah. love the ones who say, like, I don't need a de- to talk to a therapist because they ain't not going to know me better than me. Yeah. Not they might. <laughs> because you are not um, being authentic about who you really are. Yeah. Like, yeah. your genuine self does not exist. Yeah. On this, in this realm, it doesn't yeah. anyway. Yeah. It definitely doesn't exist in your mind. Yeah. And their um, job is to help you process the things yeah. that you need to process, not to know you as a whole uh-uh. human. Because I feel like we never really know who we are. Exactly. We, uh, 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 we're too com- Humans are too complex to fully understand. And please be advised that I'm sitting and talking to someone who has a um, bachelor's degree and what is it? Biological, um, Biological psychology. psychology. When you told me that shit when we were in our 20s, I was like, what the fuck is that? I still don't really know. It's just a fancy term for interdisciplinary de- degree where you okay. combine a bunch of classes and call it the thing. Okay. Yeah. That's good to know because I was looking into that. Mm-hmm. Not biological psychology, Ooh, yeah. but I was definitely looking into an interdisciplinary study. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's good. We should mm-hmm. talk about that a little more. Let's do yeah, I would love a fancy degree that is weird. <laughs> like biological psychology. Well, that's not going to get you a job, unfortunately. Well, that's true. So don't do that one. Well, really, I think do, I would do just another finish. one. <laughs> uh, it's just about me finishing something that I started. Yeah. 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 Because I also believe that once I finish it, I, I, I'm not going to have that um, fireworks feeling that I'm looking for. I think you will. You do? Yeah, because you've been thinking about it for so long. For fucking 20 years. Yeah, yeah. So I think you will. I think you will. I think you'll have that. <sighs> will you throw me a big party? Of course. With a second line? Yes. Like in New Orleans? Yes. Will you take me on a trip? The umbrella? Yeah. I'll give you a parasol and everything. No, will you take me on a trip? Where you want to go? Costa Rica. Let's do. Not sleeping in the forest. No, we're going to sleep in the fancy hotels. Yes. Girl. My, um, <laughs> one of my friends went to a hotel and it was so nice. And people go there and do yoga. Mm-hmm. People go do a lot of yoga. Do you like yoga? I love yoga and Pilates too. I do yoga yeah. and Pilates in a room full of hotties. And I'm checking out their bodies so they know I'm satisfied. That's Madonna. Oh, yeah. yeah. I used to like Madonna. Yeah. Madonna's weird. Well, she's one of those like yeah. you know super spiritual like oh, oh almost overly spiritual. Her face is fucked up. I don't know about her spirit, but her face is bad, man. That's and she was us. she was 
fucking stunning. She was beautiful. She was stunned. That that's gap. The killers. It's the fear of growing old. I that, got it. That's happening. Yeah. No, I got it. Yeah? Yeah. I don't care about all that you black gonna get don't fillers? crack shit. Fuck no, I ain't getting no fillers. You gonna get your I'm cheeks fat. like I don't a... need... My cheeks are one of the most amazing <laughs> things on my face. <laughs> Listen, these cheekbones are... In, and I'm yeah, big. Yeah, they're, in, they're infinite. Yeah, and infinite they're indefinite. <laughs> Indefinitely. <laughs> Listen, my cheekbones are amazing. Yeah, you got And I'm, my cheekbones. face is fat right now. Mm. think about it when i'm like 75 to 80 pounds lighter mm-hmm. my face is cut up like a bag of china white dope really what uh, my chin is my chin is about long as yours oh yeah okay yeah. so then the weight comes off and you yeah yeah i, I wish uh, I, I gotta get it off because i want my skinny face back yeah, yeah but then you'll have the loose skin on my face well that's what you said no i don't know if i have it on my face i do okay. face yoga oh, okay yeah, it's like <laughs> I don't do it in front of anybody because it's really ugly. It's so funny. You're such an ass. I love it. Okay, I'm finish telling it. me why I'm a, a great friend. Okay. Um, I'm loving damn this. Damn it, I can't remember where. Uh, you said something about passion and vigor and uh, emotional intelligence. And emotional intelligence. All of these things you're saying, I fully agree with. You're you. super stylish. You think so? Yeah, you give. Lots. I did look really cute today. You looked hot. I did. Did you see the photographer taking all the pictures of you? I did. Like, he sent me some. Oh, he did? Yeah, he was on my job. <laughs> he was. Is he the, was he the one that was wearing all black? Oh, you're talking about the one at the hotel. I'm talking about the one at the actual ceremony. At the ceremony, but he was wearing all black. Yeah, the yeah, tall and he had guy. like Yeah. Yeah. The one with the you're talking about the one that had the locks, not the little one. At the he was hotel. taking pictures of me at the hotel, looking he busted. Was? Yeah. Oh, I did see him doing Listen, that. Listen, a bitch is beautiful. Yeah, beautiful you're, you're gorgeous. No, you're. Okay, I mean, I'm you okay. are stylish as fuck, and you give really good advice. So I appreciate that. Good advice you, on too. style. On style, on makeup, on just. Yeah. I don't want what to I don't say want and what not to say. Me? Was, was 2008? Was oh, 2000 I'm hip. I'm hip, cool, and having <laughs> wow, like that. But you know what? Don't get rid of that. But you kind of got to because it's not 2008 anymore. It's not 2008 anymore. But I want you to still say it. <laughs> you should say it. I'm well, so 2008. So, or, you know what? Late. Don't say the 2008 part. Just be like, you are so 2000 and late. Uh, ooh. Let's bring that back. All right, we're doing it. It's yes, on, that was a high five, high people. Five. Um, 2000 and late, I get that. I like that. But for people who don't see you on your podcast yeah i mean they should know that you are pretty like, hot and tempting. pretty hot yeah you're you're a pyt oh yeah i like that yeah. i'll take that yeah but the thing is you know i never understood people who want their friends to look fucked up why would anybody want their friends so no. there are people i, I don't i don't i, I don't know if they're men like that but there are women i know who who get jealous or who just are insecure and they won't like tell their friends where they got an outfit or, mm. you know, won't help their friend with their hair or, you know, I'm not that kind. If your mm. hair is fucked up, I'm telling you. Mm-hmm. If your outfit is ugly, I'm telling you. It, I'll help you fix it, too. Yeah. Like, I don't believe in that. Like, I don't yeah. believe in having you out here fucked up in these streets. Yeah. Like the 10 years you spent telling me about my camel toe. Like, it was I really out of appreciate control. that. Yeah, but you didn't do anything to try to no, fix it. No, because I liked it. 
Okay. I was and fine with that. You're just But I appreciated you telling me about it. I would be like, Moody, <laughs> what are you doing? And you would be like, what? <laughs> now like you tell me you pants. liked it. Well, tight pants are fine. Camel toe is a bit revealing. Well, I need it. The, the tight Were you trying to show people your vagina? It, well, the camel toe was a result of the tight pants. Right, but so you're telling me that you liked your camel toe. I'm you ta- wanted no, to I'm, show I'm people saying, your vagina, it, right? Because that's nasty. It's not that I liked the camel toe, but I it's liked the tight pants. It. It's okay to like and tight pants. And the result I wear of the tight, tight pants. pants was the camel toe. I had on tight pants today. I wear tight pants almost every day. None of my pants are loose. <laughs> I don't believe in wearing loose clothes at all. Well, I I'm just, I am not sure why I have camel toe when my pants are tight. I just don't know. Maybe the rise in the pants and the crotch is just too high. Maybe you have a long pubic bone. <laughs> I appreciate you telling me about my camel toe for well, 10 years. Well, I did for years. For a decade. Yeah. Oh, and my eyebrows. God have mercy. <laughs> You've come a long way. Listen, your eyebrows used to be putrid. And yes, oh friends, I do know that putrid is a word to describe smells or fragrances. <laughs> but her eyebrows were so bad that they stunk. Okay. They look good now, though. They look so much better. It's so odd to say that you are you're that's why that's why you're a good friend. Yeah, because I'm not because gonna have you, will, you, out here you will call it yeah, you'll Every, call a bitch out. You'll yeah, be like, No, no, you can't do that. Because I want you to do the same for me. Of course. If I'm out here looking a mess, tell me. But you're never out here looking a mess. No, sometimes I do be out here looking a mess. I don't, I've never seen yeah. it. It happens. Okay. I don't well, give a fuck when it happens. Well so. call me when it does. I'm not. I'll be interested in knowing. Okay, I'll take a picture. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I appreciate that. Um, yeah. I love you. You're a good friend, too. I hope so. If you weren't, you wouldn't still be my friend. Yeah. I That's believe not true. That. I keep some not so great that. friends around. But, but no, I don't keep friends around where it's not a mutually beneficial relationship. Yeah. So even if somebody is not the best friend to me, um, if I can learn from them, um, if they spark joy in my life, mm-hmm. um, I will keep them around. Mm-hmm. Excuse me, because all friends are not going to, all friendships are not created equal. Mm-hmm. So um, it won't always look the same. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm. This has been a good conversation. Yeah. yeah we didn't even get fun. to talk about relationships. I know, we didn't. No, it's okay. That means oh. you have to come back. Okay, I will. Yeah, right. I'll see you in 900 years. Girl, please. I think I'm going to come to Atlanta, though. <gasps> I would like to come to Atlanta within the next 12 months. Yeah, and you, yeah. you'll see you'll see your 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 people. My cousin. I'll yeah. see my cousin. And I'll, I have some friends. I have some other friends there. Mm-hmm. Um, I wouldn't mind coming to Athens. I want to see what it looks like. Okay. Yeah. Have you never been? Uh, you just said I came to your baby show. I, I oh, threw that's you right. a fucking baby yeah. show. Yeah, Athens. but that was so long 16 ago. years ago. And we weren't there that long. You weren't. You, yeah, yeah, you popped in and popped out. Yeah. No, I'd love to have you. Okay. Like, we can go out and... Do white shit? Yeah. Because that's pretty, pretty much. fucking white, right? No. no. It's it's not. It's like 30% black. Really? But, yeah. Get the frick out of here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, but is it like all the black people live in a, I was going to say, do they it's all live very on very like, segregated. Is it yeah. like, do they all live in a really bad part of town? Because that's going to make me sad. Um, I mean, there's some of that. I mean, there's some of there's that everywhere. Some, yeah, there's some of that. 
Um, but it's just segregated in general. Okay. So even even when the blacks live in good parts of town, they still ain't it's mean, very separated yeah. from. Yeah. So okay. Okay. yeah, I live in one of the the few like communities where you see a little different, bit of everything. Different people. A little bit of everything. Okay. Yeah. So anyway, come, come and visit me. It'll I be will. fun. I need to try to get to Atlanta. I need to. Yeah. Um, plus, I want to go visit some places in Atlanta. I want to go to that slutty vegan place. Mm-hmm. Um, they're all food places. Yes, fatty poo. Let's do um, it. I want to go to the slutty vegan place. I want to go to the trap museum. Mm-hmm. I want to go to the outcast mural. Mm-hmm. My little brother went and he cried. And, mm-hmm. Well, no. And then my cousin and I laughed at him. He didn't know. But if he listens to this, he'll know. <laughs> we laughed at him. Because he cried. Who he cries cried at the outcast mural? <laughs> They're not even dead. They're not even They're dead. They're so alive. Big Boy was in Athens the other day. <laughs> like, they're so like alive. Like, they're still touring. They're living. They're not like touring together. living their best life. Well, no, not no. together. But no. They're still living there, but they're living yeah. great lives. Yes. He's a strange boy, that brother of mine. <laughs> He's going to be 30 this year. Jesus. Um, but, yeah, I want to get down there. Where else do I want to go? Mm, um, aquarium? I've never. You I would like to. That? It's because I've never been. It's really beautiful. I would like to get married there. No shade to Baltimore, but no, I, the, I, I hear. But that's why I want to go because I hear theirs is yeah. outstanding. It's pretty hot. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty hot. And um, <laughs> so when I graduate from college, you're taking me to Costa Rica. Yes, okay. let's do it. You let's guys heard it. that? I'm going back to school because I want to go to Costa Rica on Mumbi's dime. That's fine. I don't want to go to Monteverde, though. No, we're not going to Monteverde. Yeah, unless we could fly there or catch, like, a train or something. Oh, no, they paved a road. It's it's easy to get up to now. So it's not rickety anymore? Oh, no, okay. not anymore. Then I would go. I don't want to go. Okay, we, too, many too many memories. memories. Yeah, trauma. Mm-hmm. We don't want to trigger you because when people are triggered, all kinds of things happen. It's like today. Triggering is bad. We don't want to talk about that. Okay. Yeah. No, we're not going to talk we're about today. We're not going to talk about no, that. It's too soon. Another episode. No, I don't ever want to talk about that in life. <laughs> we are never unpacking what happened nah, today. No need. And it didn't even happen to us, but it did. <laughs> it did yeah. happen we to us. We had to us. clean it up. Yeah. 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 But you know, it was good that we did. Mm. I love how you were just like, no. Could you get out? It's like, yes. Mm-mm. Told you you're mean a little bit. Mm. I love it. Thanks. I appreciate that. Sometimes I don't like Aries that much, but you're an Aries and I love you. Hmm. Yeah. What other Aries do you not like? Well, not that I don't like them, but like Aries women are very passive aggressive. I'm passive aggressive. You are as fuck. Yeah. Not with me. No, sometimes I'm passive aggressive with you. Like when? I'm passive aggressive all the time. I don't like that. I'm, it's just what we are. Yeah. I mean, you I know. love you anyway, though. Yeah, I hate passive aggressive behavior. Well, I think it's stupid. I mean, it it serves a purpose. I think sometimes. What purpose is that? Um, to to, to play nice. Okay. Yeah, to keep but, the peace. But you're still being nasty, though. Sometimes. Not really. I mean, it's it's like you know, it, it's just an easier way to get your way. Or, well, what's wrong with just being or, assertive? Not aggressive, because I don't really like aggressive behavior yeah. either. I mean, I can be very aggressive, too, because that's that's the ram in me, too. But but I feel like 
I feel like being passive aggressive at times is just an easier way to to get what you need accomplished. Why not just say it? Like, hey, this is what I need to get accomplished. Because <laughs> yeah, it's just funner to play. It's that. funner to play the mind game sometimes. Yeah, I, don't I don't fucking like that <laughs> shit. I don't like it at all. It just is what it it's is, so girl. Stupid. So I want to thank my Moonbi Zell, my Moonbi La, my friend Moonbi, for uh, sitting up late with me and recording this episode with me. It was great. Mm-hmm. That was fun. I'm so glad you came to record with me today. The Upper Room. The Upper Room. <laughs> um, I'm so excited. I got this Martin trivia game. Anyway, all right. Thank you for coming. <laughs> Um, I love you. I hope you have a safe trip back to Athens and I can't wait till you come back or till I come down there. Uh, yeah. And thank you for being a guest. You're welcome. Anytime. So for today's straight facts question, Mumby is going to ask a question and I'm going to answer it. It's like live and in living color, straight facts. What you got? Okay, so we were we've been talking about friends mm-hmm. and friendships, and yeah. you know how we navigate our our friendships. Yeah. So I guess my main question would be: Be clear, I don't know have, what this question is going to be. Like, what is this? Where are you going? Where am I going? Yeah, go ahead, go there. You know where I'm going. Oh, Jesus. So what what do you do? What does one do when when you have a friend who? is not honest about where they are in their lives, whether it's Mm. a relationship or a job or um, any personal life. And the lack of disclosure and the lack of honesty affects your relationship. Relationship. It's funny you say that Affects the way that you navigate your Your relationship. relationship. It's funny you mentioned this today. I was talking to uh, my best friend and we were laughing um, and we were talking about um, she and I both have like major trust issues. Mm-hmm. And we always talk about like how like men just lie. Oh, God, they lie. And so um, I was telling her something and we were talking about how, how omission is a lie. Mm-hmm. And I said, is it really? And we laughed and we laughed and we laughed. But it kind of is. It is. Um, is that your question? Can That's I answer? Question. So I think for me... The first thing that we have to remember is that nobody owes us anything. So nobody owes us the truth. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Nobody owes us. I mean, you would want somebody to be honest. Okay. You would want somebody that you love and care about to be honest with you and be open with you, especially if you are that way with them. Mm-hmm. But ultimately, nobody people don't people don't got to do shit. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, I think that when people that um quote when somebody shows you who they are believe them the first time mm-hmm. like that shit is how i move in life if somebody does something to me i file it mm-hmm. right or if somebody behaves in a way that is jarring to me or that just like i said i'm really intuitive that um gives me a weird feeling i file it mm-hmm. and so when it happens again i'm not shocked right. or i'm not like <gasps> Oh my God, how could they do that? Like it's filed away. So I go back to that index card and it's like, oh, I remember this happened before. I got it. Um, I think that 
I have kind of experienced this uh, with a few friends. And um, one time it was devastating for me. And my cousin just told me, like, this is a moment for you to reflect on yourself, because why do you think that your friend would keep something from you? Mm. Mm. You. That's yes. Really good point. Yeah. Like, why? Why would they yeah. do it? And, I, you know, I had I started thinking, I said, well, maybe they thought they would think that I would judge them or, right. you know, and so it I look at it, at it as an opportunity to be reflective. So not when like it's a dude and he's just lying because then that that's also an opportunity to be reflective about why does he think why that I'm lying? dumb enough to believe this lie? Yeah. And what about him makes me think, I mean, what about me makes him think that, you know, it's okay to tell this lie, right? Mm-hmm. So I think it's a good opportunity for reflection. And I think we talked about this already about like devolving and evolving relationships. Yeah. Like, when a relationship is not um, moving in the way that you think it should, sometimes it pays to take a step back and just kind of hover like a helicopter and like look down mm-hmm. and like look over it, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and like see what's up and then see if you want to continue mm-hmm. the relationship in the same way. See if you want to continue the relationship at all. And um, then there's what I always say almost every straight facts is. Just ask the motherfucker. Yeah. Like, what the fuck is up? Mm-hmm. I will say this. The last time that this happened to me, I did not. That's a lie. I did ask them on the front end. Mm-hmm. And um, they said no. They lied. Um, but then eventually they told me. And by the time they told me, I had ran the gamut of emotions about yeah. it. And it wasn't even a big deal to me anymore. Yeah. But it was like. I'm glad you felt comfortable enough. I didn't tell them this, but, you know, I'm glad you felt comfortable enough with me to finally just be open with me because I I wasn't going to judge you and I didn't care. You know what I mean? And um, I think that another thing to look at is why do you care so much? Yeah. Yeah. And I'm telling you this because I just went through this mm-hmm. with with something with somebody really close to me mm-hmm. and um it hurt my feelings mm-hmm. that they like kept something for me yeah yeah it's hurtful it is hurtful because you think you know people yeah but the truth of the matter is that we don't ever really know people yeah because humans are too complex to really know people yeah you know what i mean and people can change at the drop of a hat um and we're not in people's heads. Yeah. So I, those are the things that I would say. Um, take some time and reflect. Like, why is this so important? To you? Yeah. Um, and reflect and remember, like, nobody owes you anything. Yeah. Like, people don't owe you the truth. Mm-hmm. It's something we want. Yeah, they don't owe you the truth. But I don't know. It's nice to know that when you have somebody nobody owes you consider anything. a friend. I, I agree. But that I, truthfulness is part honesty. Of, of that relationship. But sometimes but it's right. not. But sometimes yeah. it's not because yeah. some people like I have I know people that are just fucking flat out liars. Mm-hmm. They get up in the morning and they say, hmm, what kind of lies am I going to tell today? Mm-hmm. Like, I really believe that about them. Mm-hmm. And um, I think that some people just maybe some people also are not like you also got asked, like, do people tell the truth to themselves? Yeah. So if somebody's not telling the truth, I, I, I wish point. I could say. I have a family member like this Mm -hmm. and 
they don't tell the truth to themselves. They believe their own lies. Mm -hmm. So why? And then people still get upset when they lie to them. And it's like, what the fuck are you expecting? What did you expect? Yeah, they lie to themselves every single day. So like, I think, you know, it's an opportunity for reflection reflection on 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 your own behavior mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. reflection on the other person's behavior and a decision on how you want to navigate mm-hmm. because if it really bothers you and it's something that you can't move beyond because for me when it happened to me not too long ago like it wasn't enough to break up our friendship yeah because it's like what why aren't you telling me like i, I spent more time reflecting on me yeah right and reflecting on what is it about you sharing this part of you that makes you so uncomfortable? Mm-hmm. And once I figured that part out, I was like, you know, the rest is I easy. get it. Yeah. yeah. And, and like, I get it. Like people are people, whatever that means. Mm-hmm. But I, I think I, I, we talked about, we know we said it already. Like you, you sometimes you got to move different in relationships. Yeah. Like yeah. shit happens yeah. and relationships evolve. And sometimes they don't evolve um in an upward manner yeah you know sometimes it's just linear mm-hmm. and that's okay and that's okay yeah and that's that <laughs> i don't know about you guys but um my allergies have been on a thousand for the past two weeks i don't know what this is but anyway my i'm saying that to apologize for any heavy breathing or um, sniffling that you may hear and no I don't have coronavirus because I took a test recently so that's not it it's really just my allergies moving forward um, this week's or this episode's um, we got to do better is not a direct quote that I read anywhere um, I think I heard it in my head uh, and it came from I have I've gotten into like these like uh oracle decks and like affirmation decks and it was the new moon that was last week and during new moons you write your um intentions down and things if you don't know what intentions are god bless you right look it up but you write down the things that you want to come to pass right and you write them in i've talked about them on uh this show before you but you write them you know as if they've already happened and so i have this uh oracle deck and it helps you not helps you but it has like a new moon reading that you could do right and so i did it in one of the words and it's based on color it's very simple it's almost like something that of third grader could use but it's only based on color and emotion and then there's like a breakdown of each card and so um and it's all about your intentions I know this all sounds like weird hippie stuff and maybe it is but don't judge me because I don't judge you um but anyway one of the cards that I got was flow right and in the description for the word flow um and the color which was like a periwinkle blue it said something about being like water and you know just flowing and you know understanding that you have control of some things and some things you don't and being okay with the things you that you don't have control over and letting you know those feelings of uh being out of control or not having control like wash over you that shit hit me in the throat And then I heard flow over force, right? 
All week long, I've seen the word flow everywhere. Everywhere I've seen it. And maybe I saw it all the time and I just wasn't paying attention. But I've definitely seen it a lot this week. So this week's quote is flow over force. And for me, that means that I am going to um, find a way to be like water and be calm and let things wash over me, kind of like uh, the the shore of a beach or not just the beach, but the shoreline or the shore. Like even if it's the water is, is flowing over rocks or against rocks, I'm just going to let it just flow versus me trying to force and control things. I'm just going to be I'm going to be like water because I can really this is something that I, I struggle with and that um, I'm working on in therapy trying to control outcomes. And I've talked about this many times before, but trying to be in control of things, right? It never works out in my, in my favor. And really what I really need to do is just relax. And you can't really have faith in God and, you know, belief in the universe, having your back. That is the sound of my uh, tissue that I'm wiping my nose with, but you can't have that kind of true authentic faith if you're always in a in a in a state of trying to control things because what you're saying is god i don't trust you to handle my problems i don't trust you to take care of me come on i better preach what the lady tabitha brown said now come on up in the room because that's the truth if i'm always trying to control things how can i trust god and believe that god has my back man get your life So flow over force, people. Be like the water. So friends and kin, the first thing I want to do, of course, is to thank God because, well, God is supreme and I recognize and appreciate the grace that God extends to me every single day of my black life. I also want to thank myself for being dedicated to this podcast for being dedicated to my self-care and my self-preservation and dedicated to finding happiness whenever I can, however I can, by any means necessary. I feel like showing gratitude for yourself as a form of self-care. And of course, here at Hand Me My Purse, we are all about self-care. I'm thankful for my family. I love them and I appreciate them. And I'm so glad that I got to spend the time that I spent with them in Las Vegas for our family reunion. I'm thankful for my friends. Uh, As you can see, I love my friends. Thank you, Mumby, again for coming on the show today. Um, I'm thankful to my supporters and, of course, you guys out there listening. I love you guys immensely and you will never really understand how much I do and how much I respect and appreciate you as I said and I'm honored that I get to share this time and my energy with you especially if you keep coming back and I can't wait until the next time we get to do this now before you exit out of whatever streaming service you're using to listen to this I want you to stop whatever you're doing and if you haven't already done so scroll up go click subscribe or follow if that is an option on the streaming service where you are listening. I want you to go on over to Instagram and follow me at Hemi My Purse underscore podcast. And you can also follow me on Twitter at HMMP underscore podcast. And on Facebook, just search Hemi My 
excuse me, hand me my purse podcast. And guess what? I don't went and got a TikTok. I don't know how to work it. I made one video and it was really just a still picture with like a static filter on it. But I feel accomplished because I have a TikTok and it is I am dot Mimi Walker. Nothing's really going on over there yet, but I just wanted to let you know, just in case you wanted to go follow me, um, because maybe one day something will be going on. I think it'll be a lot more personal than my Instagram page, which is mostly about the podcast. I think TikTok will be a little more personal. I'm just trying to figure out uh, how that's going to look. Um, if you listen to my podcast on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Pandora, or any other medium that allows you to, please go rate and review the show and give it a thumbs up. Also, please be sure to share Hand Me My Purse with your friends, loved ones, and even the people that you really don't like that much. Because the best way for people to find out about Hand Me My Purse, the podcast, is by you guys telling them all about it. Word of mouth. It's powerful. It's a powerful tool. So tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a random person in the Walgreens. Okay. As I said, please, 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 please uh, leave a review or rate the show or do both. It only takes about two minutes and your review may be featured or just send me a message about something you think about the show. Send me a DM. Um, You can leave a comment, but a personal DM or a text message because my phone number is on uh, the page, the contact page, but just send me a message about something you think about the show and it would be great. The one I'm going to read today is from uh, someone and it says, hand me my purse blesses my life. I can't wait to finish episode number 29. I was just talking with my family about genealogy over the weekend. Thank you very much for that message. Uh, it made my day. They sent it a couple months ago. I really appreciate it around the time I did episode 29. Um, so yeah, like let people know about the show. Remember to subscribe and or follow the show so that you are the first to know when I drop a new episode, which is usually the first and 15th of every month. Follow him in my personal social media, rate, review the show and tell your friends and your kin about the show because sharing is caring. Show notes are always available at handmemypurse.buzzsprout.com. And I suggest that you get into the habit of reading the show notes because they have all kinds of awesomeness in them. Also, just an FYI, the opening and closing music is provided by Gloomy Tunes, which is a local producer here in Baltimore. And I would love it if you would submit your questions for the straight facts segment, as well as any photos, stories, or quotes you want to share about your aunties too. Hello at handmemypurse.com or send me a DM on Instagram and they may be featured on a feature episode or on social media. I'm actually going to work on like a Google form for submitting straight facts questions because I just think that would be easier. Or you can call and leave a voicemail and I will actually play your voicemail on the show. Think about it. You can expect a brand new episode of Hand Me My Purse, the podcast on the 1st and 15th of every single month. So the same way you expected those checks on the 1st and the 15th, early in the morning, you already know your girl is going to have you covered on those days. Again, the 1st and 15th of every month on your podcast streaming services such as Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher. These are for my international friends and kin and anywhere else you may even think that you can find it. 
or you can just go straight to my Buzzsprout website and find it there. I look forward to you looking forward to listening. And I'm out this bitch. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. This is Amy Brown from Four Things with Amy Brown. Today, Healthier is happening at CVS Health in more ways than you've ever seen. It's wellness destinations for seniors, including select locations with Oak Street Health and CVS Pharmacy. It's doctors, nurses, pharmacists, and everyone in between offering quality care and support virtually, in person, and on the phone. It's in-home evaluations through Signify Health and meeting mental health needs through Aetna. And those are just a few of the ways that Healthier is happening. To see more, visit cvshealth.com slash healthier happens together. CVS Pharmacy, Oak Street Health, CVS Specialty, Signify Health, and Aetna are part of CVS Health. Eligibility and services vary by location and individual.